Hello and welcome to Restoring Eden. This is Subin and Sini. Thank you for joining us in the month of May 2020. It has been over two months that a lot of people are in quarantine. few countries are slowly opening up like germany has opened up its playgrounds a few schools a few restaurants a few churches with regulations that everyone has to have a wide enough distance between them around 2 meters front back left right and we are coming to a new age of church a new age of community a new age of uh, society where we are post corona like pc and uh, it life is a bit strange you know i was in the market yesterday and um, you know like when you are going in through the aisles and there's someone coming against you with the aisles with their trolley because now we have to use a trolley in germany uh, that's the way they separate two people from you know coming in close contact there's someone coming opposite me and, and uh, he did not see me i did not see him and our trolleys nearly hit that's when we just saw each other back in the days of corona there would be this smiles that we share or a small laughter and i did that and he laughed and believe he probably would have also laughed this inaudible laugh but um i looked at his face to catch his expression because i was laughing inside my heart and um i realized i don't see that expression and then i realized he doesn't see the expression that i'm smiling at him you see we both were wearing mask and you know that's something that kind of took my mind away from the from that fact that everything is normal to a place where things are not normal do you guys get what i mean like like we used to rely so much on facial expressions and uh the way that people smiled and everything to realize and create the social connection between people and post corona we don't or at least for a some time we don't have that and that is uh, a place where you know people have to be audible and say excuse me hi or sorry it is not really that you know that stuff it's a new strange feeling Another thing post corona world has to face and we as believers have to deal and work with is praying for people there are so many people who have died um google says there are more than 312000 people who have died and all these people have friends or families who are in bereavement and i'm sure that one of you know someone who has died i think it's the time that we reach out and we pray to the lord and pray that the family and their friends and the kids are uh, protected by our lord not just from sickness but also from the emotional uh, trauma and the uh, hard-heartedness in this point that they do not um they do not look at the sorrow and say okay oh, this is really cruel what's happened but rather uh, learn 
to love life and learn to um, come to the lord with the grief and suffering but that is something that we have to do as believers for the world as for me um apart from all of these emotions i have been taking care of zack a lot and uh, it is fun it is absolutely fun uh, we get to go an hour in the forest or in the woods actually uh, we get to paint pine cones and trees we get to collect leaves we have so much fun in that matter uh there are things that we kind of accomplished as a family like uh, sini and i we kind of um got him on the potty and yeah it's around 80 90% a time he kind of works there are major accidents and tiny minor accidents but things are getting better um and uh this is a new place you know um i'm still struggling uh with the work situation but there is this hope that god gives us thing he cares for us you know zack was sleeping the other day and um and uh, i realized he did not worry if in the morning he would get his breakfast and i was like because he we prayed and uh, he said thank you god tomorrow i eat breakfast and i'm like okay he did not worry that he would get breakfast and isn't that something that you know he as a son has put this kind of knowledge that yeah my parents would provide for me breakfast and that's the place that god is calling us in this time to say he cares for us and he is the one who's going to provide for us so we have to learn to put our trust in him and cast all our anxiety on him All right, time for the main topic, ring the bongos. We are going to be talking about Mother's Day today. It's long and gone. It was on the 13th, I guess, of May, and now we have a week gone by, and we would like to speak about Mother's Day. Yay, we are so on time. So here is how we celebrated our mother's day last week. Uh we wanted to give mom a proper break, so I and Zack kind of cooked up some breakfast and Zack bought it on a big tray to her. Uh it was so cute to see him carry that because he could not. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh but uh then there were some flowers which I tried to hide but then she found out on Saturday so where I hid the flowers. Uh, so she knew she was going to get from flowers uh, but she did not know the rest of the stuff so there were a few presents that we gave her and um sack kind of because there were uh, two or three little books and uh, sack kind of scribbled in one of the books greeting her that it's happy mother's day and he kind of said mom uh, i love you uh, don't go to work often uh, play with me and uh uh i give you a lot of kisses and all my toys so that was our mother's day but um 
to dwell into this topic i would invite my wife seeni hi again so i've been given the honor to speak about mothers day and um the one, i just wanted to share something that has been on my heart uh, a few days um since a few days actually my mother has always uh, woken up really early in the morning and she would sing songs which is how uh, the malayali community probably prays together they sing a few songs together uh, really old songs and um, it would go on and on and on and on and the songs are on repeat mode and sometimes it just drags and you know when you hear it at 5 a.m in the morning and you're in bed so my mom would tell me no when you hear these songs you need to get out of your bed and come and sit next to me and i would find it so annoying because those roles uh those rules did not really apply for my brother uh because he would just sleep on and uh, nobody really cared and but i would be like oh no she's singing so i need to get down there uh but it was annoying it was annoying because then she would do the same thing in the evenings and uh, she was quite strict about those things and um i always wondered why doesn't she just stop um but then as time went by you know i i left home and i left um to be in college and so these songs did not really come to my mind or i never thought about those things but um i think 10 years it took 10 years for me to really um look back and realize that oh those songs i don't hear them anymore i don't see, i don't have to go and sit um right next to her when she prays at like 5 a.m or something um i don't have to and uh, even if i do it it would be like for a short vacation with her um but um since these uh, for, for after those 10 years when i was around 28 um i realized that those songs have actually had an impact in my life those words that she sang and those uh, those prayers that she prayed for people and for our family they had left a huge impact on my soul and uh, they had somehow held me um, through times of loneliness and through times of hurt and those songs uh, even though they were really simple and even though they were really on repeat mode somehow re- repetitively got into my heart and left a huge impact on me and in my um, ta- in days of singleness in the days where i was left alone in days where um, i had to make decisions and uh, when marriage came along and um, and uh, also especially in motherhood especially when i became mother um, those songs have uh, really helped me and i've realized that those songs those a uh, really boring um rituals um that she would uh, force on the family which now even my father in law does by the way um is something that uh, has changed my life to a very uh, in a very significant way now coming to this uh, quarantine time um actually to um 
I've been trying really hard to spend a lot of time with my child as much as I can every um, day that I get every time that I'm back from work I try my best to be with him and show him that I am there with him even though I um, during the daytime I cannot um, I have to be at work and uh, I'm giving um, my best my husband's giving his best and I'm in a lot of um, Um, news that you hear about loss of life it has just made us more sensitive to um, every minute and every second that we are together to just spend it uh, as much as we can um, doing anything that we like um, and uh, to be to value to value every single day and to value every single hour now um, not that it's easy not that um, come on like we are trying to toilet train our child and it's it is a whole new chapter in parenting when it just makes us go back to hey you have to do it in the uh, in the potty and hey don't do it on the carpet hey let's wipe more uh, pee from the floor hey just let's keep washing and it's just more laundry actually and um it's exhausting to be uh, to pay complete attention or give him full attention after work especially um and cleaning up uh, after a frustrated toddler or a, he's not a toddler anymore i just keep forgetting that um but you know he he's frustrated he doesn't see his friends anymore and um well he started i think he started um, he saw his friends last week but uh but this whole frustration of not being able to uh, meet all of them be with them regularly um to have a disruption of all of his uh, schedule which was fixed once upon a time <laughs> yeah but uh, so in frustration he does do a lot of things at home which i come back home to and it's just oh all over again i have to clean all over again but you know it's nothing to complain about i'm happy that i have a house that gets messy i am happy that i get to clean because he's an active child and he is doing stuff that um normal children do and it's normal <laughs> so uh, but these mundane everyday insignificant repetitive things um that nurtures um them sanctifies them and uh, shapes them while also sanctifying us and shaping us um especially as mothers i guess uh, I, no okay i, I okay fathers as well um you know it shapes us it sanctifies us it while it also sanctifies them it teaches them something new every day it teaches it shapes their lives every day now the point that i'm coming to is um even if we do so much for our children even if we uh, spend every week making something new doing something new together um trying to be brave on um uh, every single day um in this quarantine time uh the things that leave a lasting impact on our children uh, are in these things strangely these um amazing little things that we do with our children unfortunately um do not fully prepare them for eternity um and that is the reality uh, there is we can have a wonderful life here we can have a long life or a short life um and you never know when your life is coming to a close uh, but um there is something beyond that there is eternity and um we need to do something more 
to prepare them for eternity and i believe as fathers and mothers as parents we are called to build the kingdom of god uh, one little heart after the other while also preparing ourselves so we depended before the so pre quarantine time on a lot of resources books and uh, sunday school and then um, you know vbs and vacation bible classes i mean and a lot of other things a lot of spiritual uh, mentors and people who could actually interact with your children um, during this time and uh, yeah church community but suddenly they're all taken away and you are alone with your child and these resources are gone gone somewhere uh, but that does not change the fact that you are the primary resource god has intended for your child and even though you may not realize it you are completely equipped for your child and um, you know so many people think that you need to really have talents and you need to do activities with them and you need to train them in bible verses yes it's all good and it's all important but um, the main thing even if you can't do anything for your child even if you cannot you do not have the time to actually spend with them um, um pray for them uh, pray with them uh, you know i don't know if a child actually understands the meaning of prayer uh, simplify it for them tell them um about a god who hears a god who listens a god who answers a god who they can hear from and uh, pray pray with them pray 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 and there's there is nothing smaller or bigger that you can do more for your child than this one particular thing um it will always be a fence of protection for them do things that um and when you pray um it's it, it let it be um uh, something that is um you know tangible for them um my mother used to sing and she would do this uh, you know sitting down and it, it, it's um, in german you say it's uh, for for mit a lot of aufwand like it's a whole process where she actually lays down a mat and then she sits down and then there's the bible that she, so children need these tangible um things that they can see and imitate so um even though i did imitate my mom uh, you know with a lot of uh, <laughs> resistance in my heart but um it formed a fence of protection for me um and that same thing is important for our kids as well and um even um but it doesn't really have to do with a lot of often even if you're going to sit with your child uh, at bedtime and you read something from the bible and the shortest the most un- under decorated prayer um simple prayers with your child for the, for for a toy for for the weather for the forest for the butterflies for for the smallest of the things that have given joy to them in their lives uh, for the uh, for for the little complaints that they have to say to god let them do it um and uh, another thing that i also just want to point out is they cannot pray or speak to someone they do not know and before you ask them to pray introduce them to god introduce them to this god who is this creator who is this loving father who uh, helps you in your difficult times who is there with you through your loss who is there with you through your blessings introduce his person to them because basically you're telling them to speak to some unknown figure um, and they do not understand what they're doing so um, introduce them to this person of god and um 
then let them speak to god let them speak to god let them hear from this god and so i would like to conclude saying that it is hard dear 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 mother and father but the gospel has provided us everything that is required the means required to be a good godly mother and father has been provided for the for us there is grace provided to us every single day you might go to bed saying oh it's just such a tiring day it's okay and you can wake up the next day saying hey i have the strength today again i have the grace again i have this um you know uh, the means again to be new and we have a father to run to in times of failure and in times that we uh, mess up with our children in times of our uh, really selfish ways of disciplining them we can go back to god and ask him for correction and ask him to uh, fix us um every single day over and over again because this thing called parenting is never going to stop even if your child turns yeah say 50 yeah that's from my side as a mother Wow, that is really open and powerful in many senses. Thank you so much dear for sharing that. In the Bible, you know, we see God as a mom many times as he is shown as a father. like um there he says in Isaiah 66 he says as a mother comforts a child so will i comfort you you shall be comforted in jerusalem or um he says um in psalms 131 he says but the author says i have calmed and quieted my soul as a weaned child by its mother my soul like a weaned child that is within me and uh, we see that throughout the bible like beautiful examples of mothers like mary the mother of jesus uh, the uh, wife of um elkana hanna the mother of samuel how bible celebrates mothers and that is um a blessed calling and uh, when paul writes his letter to timothy he says remember the instructions that you have been given from your childhood and uh, he had been raised by his mother and his grandmother and and paul is looking at this next generation pastor and saying listen and remember and meditate on those things that you have been taught by your mother and your grandmother on Christ and that is uh, the role that the bible plays for a mom in life of a young believer being a mom as we have just said is a beautiful calling from god and that does not go out just for moms who have given birth it goes for moms who have opened their hearts to foster or to adopt and nourish and build a child's life these beautiful moms are there who are people who are there with this beautiful mom mother like heart 
and there are children who are in need of mothers to nurture them and that is something that i would love to encourage if your needs be if you are able to in any manner conceive of such an option to go ahead to adopt or to foster or even be a mom for a child when um you know the parents are not at their best possible means to nurture or nourish like teachers do this at all times you know um kindergarten teachers they are like mothers uh, there is a beautiful uh, tv series called uh, recess where uh, one of the characters unknowingly calls um her teacher mom and uh, and the thing is the students come to realize that they have always had this mom like feeling for one of the teachers because of the way she was nurturing and helping and being always there for them and that is a primary calling that um people have and something that we as christians should celebrate and embrace with all heart that means it is time for our plugins there are two beautiful books um that we would like to recommend here there are many beautiful books uh that you could check on uh pending for faith they have a huge collection of really good books but these are the books that we have read uh, one is mom enough written by a number of others uh women who talk about how christ is helping them become the mom who is perfect uh unlike the worldly expectations of a mom who can do all things uh the book can be downloaded for free from desiringgod.org/books/mom-enough and um the other one is glory affirmance trust in christ when your hands are full um this is a book for moms again um showing how from the chaotic mess of life you could experience god and show the grace of christ in your normal everyday mundane activity both these links will be on restoringeden.de and in the description of the podcast thank you all for listening to restoringeden.de hope to catch you next time god bless you all have a wonderful wonderful week ahead god bless you we pray that god would use you in all manners and all possibilities to bless and nurture and cherish life bye bye ciao signing off sini and suben do connect with us on twitter with the handle restoring eden de and on facebook and instagram with the handle restoringeden.de